This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and what a privilege it is to be with you this afternoon, a few days before the birth of our Jesus Christ. Are we not privileged to have um, Hepzibah in the studio with us today, Hepzibah Brower? She is the uh, prophetic minister of uh, Prophetic Light, and she's an ordained prophetic minister, but she is here with us today. She's an international global, uh, local, and she's just moved to Cape Town, and we are so privileged to have you here here this afternoon, blessing us over this period. Welcome, Hepzibah. Thank you very much, Renette. Thank you so much, family and friends, and you know this is what we are going to be addressing this week, is about the journey to Bethlehem, and this is such a profound, beautiful message that we have, Um, but Hepzibah, you've got your own personal journey to Bethlehem. Please share with us. Yes. um, Thank you for having me on the program again today. And I would love to share this story because I think not many people have this story and have this opportunity that I have had. And that is to travel to Israel. Um, And this is quite a couple of years ago. Um, we booked on this tour and um, we were a hundred people on our tour at sure. that time. That that means two bus loads full mm. of people. The buses took uh, 50 people per bus. And um, we checked in and our tour uh, leader said to us, what a wonderful thing happened to us. We are checked into the King David Hotel in Jerusalem. Now, the King David Hotel in Jerusalem, I mean, this is a famous, this is, this is historical, you know, mm. this is just it. So if you stay in the King David Hotel, boy, oh boy, you are then you've arrived. rubbing, you've <laughs> arrived and you shub, uh, rub shoulders with kings and, and princes in that mm. place. Because this hotel is one of the oldest, it's out of the 18th century and it's a very beautiful hotel. It was really kept safe during the uh, war in in Israel, during the war times and so on. And um, anyway, so we checked into this hotel. And the first thing that happened um, the first morning of our arrival, I mean, let me quickly put this in there. You know, I was like a monkey. You know, I was just <laughs> so... Uh, inquisitive. I wanted to see everything. The floors are beautiful, marble and everything. So it was like a wow, wow (laughs) place, you know. And to think you might just bump into some president of some nation there. And and I first checked out all the prices, you know, the price list. And I thought, wow, how could our tour afford to enter into this hotel? And that for three nights. Anyhow, so Jerusalem was very full at that time <clears throat> because it was during the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. Oh, yes. And um, so 
the first morning we woke up, I, I had this most horrific headache that I have ever had in my life. And I said to my roommate, do not even attempt to speak to me because every word is like a hammer in my brain. And anyhow, so we went down to the uh, uh, um, breakfast room and we were supposed to meet first as a group together for prayer. So when I came downstairs into this room, there, were, there was our whole tour group sitting together and everybody had this terrible headache. Everybody was feeling horrific. But then a, two, a, a husband and a wife that lived in Jerusalem, they were South Africans, they came into the lounge and they started praying for us. And it was just like, you know, snapping your finger and everybody was healed immediately they just prayed in the name of jesus snapped the finger and there it was and everybody was healed that is incredible so it was really it was a, a demonic attack we we all knew that this was a demonic thing mm -hmm. because it's impossible that all hundred of us could have the, head, the same head you know so anyhow um this was wonderful to see how fast and quick the Spirit of God would move by just the snap of your finger and in the name of Jesus. You can move mountains, isn't it? Yes. So anyhow, um, we stayed, but somehow being a kind of a prophetic person, I picked up that there was something, something not right, something not right in, in the atmosphere. And, and the third day, I could see that our tour leader, she had to pay because, you see, they had these uh, faxes in those days. And then um, she had the faxes in her hand and she went with her assistant and they were going to pay now, the manager. But then I could see that there was a, a fight in there. You know, the, the heads were shaking and up and down and what all. <clears throat> and I gathered that there was something wrong. She came out and she said, everybody, please start praying. I'll tell you later, but there's, there's a gross mistake here. Well, <clears throat> I can just tell you that for those three nights in those years, we had to pay 60,000 U.S. dollars. That is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And, um, you know, so she came to each one of us and said, look, there's something that I need to tell you, and that is that there was a big mistake but I'll tell you the whole story later on. But now we need to pray that we will find another hotel that will receive a hundred people. Can you imagine? At the it's busiest not e time of Israel. At the busiest Israel. time in Israel. So it's not easy for, for, uh, for 50. I, we needed 50 bedrooms. Mm. Literally, you know. That's to, a lot. To put, uh, that's a lot. <clears throat> Anyhow. So in the afternoon, they, they said, pray, pray. And we prayed and... They were searching everywhere, and the only place where we could go to was a town called Bethlehem, mm. Bethlehem, the house of bread, Bethlehem. We arrived in Bethlehem. It was dusty. It was dirty, and um, during those days, it was uh, used to be the Intifada. That means it was a war situation in Israel. Yes you know, like uh, terrorism in the country and so on. And Bethlehem wasn't really on the list of tour groups, you know, because in those days it was the wrong address to mm. be. And anyhow, we, uh, 
we came into this hotel and they stopped and they said, before anybody goes in, please let us pray again. So every time we needed to pray, to pray that people would be calm and that they would just, uh, uh, you know, receive what God wants to do. Because, you know, we all came and we were hoping that for the finances that we put in, that we're going to get a nice hotel, nice bed and everything. And this wasn't to be. We entered into this hotel. It was dirty. I can promise oh you it was really dirty. And also, um, they, they had no food in the hotel because in 13 years, they never had any visitors. Tour groups just did not go there. Anyway, we were assigned our rooms. <coughs> I'm sorry. We were assigned our rooms, and we came. I came into my room. I can, if you want to know the real true story, um, I could see that on the bedding, somebody walked with their feet oh over the bedding. Dusty feet walked over the bed. The, the windows were broken. I mean, like, totally out. Not just splintered, they were totally broken out. And so the bathroom, when I pulled back that plastic curtain over the bath, it was actually green moss that was growing inside of that, of that uh, bath. That is scary. <coughs> I'm sorry for that. And uh, you know that, um, well, I could hear some of the, our group they were shouting and screaming in the passages and everything. And I decided I was going to pack out all my clothes on the bed. Yes. I was not going to sleep on that bedding. <laughs> I packed out all my, my clothes over the bed. Mm -hmm. And those years we still had to take our own towels. So I put it over the pillow. And wherever I covered the whole bed with my clothes, decided I lay just on top of, it, on the, of the bed. It wasn't cold. It was very hot, hot anyway. in, in summer that time. And, um, well, at that night, um, my, my, my roommate, she was complaining a lot about, you know, that she spent this money to come to Israel and it's just a disaster and she wants her money back and she demands it and she was going on and on and on. But inside of me, I felt the Spirit of God was moving and that I was going to be taught a lesson mm. for my life. And the reason why I'm telling the story today is because I believe there are many other people that yes. still will be taught lessons like this and right now might be going through difficulties like so many people mm, in South Africa. Absolutely. Anyhow, so in the, when the night came, I switched the light off and I stood in the dark room and I looked out of that broken windows and I lifted my hands up and I prayed. And I said, oh God, whatever it is, that you want to teach me, I'm willing. And I'm thankful that I have a bed, even though it's dirty, it doesn't matter. I thank you that I have a bed. Mm. I thank you that I will not shower in that bath, but there is a tap, and I can just wash myself with a tap. So I'm thankful that there is at least water in that, in that bedroom, uh, bathroom, and then the Lord spoke to me so clearly and he said to me, you know what? I could have been born in the best hotel room in the city of Jerusalem. And he said, my father 
could have placed me in the King David because I am the King of Kings. And I could have been born in the city of King David, in the best hotel room in the city, this hotel fit for kings. And he said, but instead my father chose for me to be born in a dusty little town called Bethlehem. Because God had a plan for me in Bethlehem. Mm. I had to go to Bethlehem. Uh, People might not understand now because often I have asked, you know, God, why was it that your son needed to be born in Bethlehem? But you know, Joseph, the father of Yeshua, Jesus, he actually came from that town. His family lived there years Mm. and years before. And so, so during the time of the census, when they had to take up census, they, they had to go back to show which clan they were from. And that was Judah, you know, the land of yes. Judah. And so they needed to be, Jesus needed to be born in that place. But the father chose for him a very simple place of birth. Like we say today, it was a manger. But, you know, let it be a manger, let there be hay, whatever. Um, he, the father chose for him to be born there. And so many times we, as God's children, we become so upset and entitled and entitled. We become so angry with God mm. even and with one another. If we or, or with the person in the hotel where we checked into or whatever, if it is not exactly to our expectation. And every time that things have happened to me in that way in the future, I, or in the past, I could go back to that situation and say, Dear Jesus, you know what? I could have been born in the best hotel room in the city, and yet you chose for me the town called Bethlehem, Mm. which is the house of bread. Amen. Wow, what a beautiful journey. And it's so incredible. I think it's very profound for today where we're at as well. Life is not It's unprecedented times. Things are happening and we don't understand why, yet we think we are entitled to um, all the luxuries of life. And yet God is teaching (coughs) us in this time to absolutely (coughs) submit under his uh, auspice and that he knows exactly where we need to be. Exactly. Thank you so much, Hepzibah. That was very encouraging. But we're going to continue um, listening to Kelly McRae by Hand of Grace. Is that not incre- very <laughs> profound for us today after that lovely in, um, incept? Um, so Hep- we're going to continue with Hepzibah straight after this. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for staying tuned with in with us this afternoon. I just want to do a little bit of admin, which is very important that we need to do. Our WhatsApp line is 081-729-1657. Our Telegram number is exactly the same, 081-729-1657. And our SMS line is 37988. But please, we are on Facebook Live at the moment. Please go and look at and, and connect with us. 
Please communicate with us. Tell us how you're doing. Let us get to know each other better. We also have a counseling department. I know many people are alone this time of the year, needing a bit of direction or have lost hope um, or need a bit of prayer or want to share something good with us. You're welcome to on 021-9177-000 and it's option one. And you are welcome to ask anything that we can possibly direct you, assist you, or pray for. So we are having Hepzibah Brower all the way from uh, Muscle Bay, now settled in Cape Town. We are so privileged to have her Yippee. here this afternoon. <laughs> We're so privileged <laughs> to have you here this afternoon. And she's from Prophetic Light Ministries. And you know, you have no idea how this lady has impacted internationally and nationally on, uh, you know, on air and uh, wherever she's been, she's ministered to many, many people. And we are so grateful to have you here this afternoon. Thank it's you, Hepzibah. And you were just carrying, you were just sharing with us the journey to Bethlehem. Yes. And so just continue with that. It was just such an encouragement. So, uh, Renette, um, my thoughts were, you know, why would God want his son to be born in Bethlehem? in Bethlehem, in a dusty little village. Uh, I mean, I've just been there uh, two months ago. Two, yeah, two, two and a half months. No, not even. Two months two ago. Two months ago. Two months ago, mm-hmm. I was there in the town of Bethlehem. And um, I must say, I it's very dusty and dirty, if I can put it that mm. way. But there's no other way to put it, because it's ancient. Yes. <clears throat> you know, it's very ancient. And yet... I like to be there. I, mm. I like it. And I like the people also, you know, in their you own way. You lived there for many years as yes, well in I in like Israel. the culture around there and the places to eat and so on. Anyway, so the thought came to me then, why would God send his son to be born there? But John 3.16 is a very familiar scripture. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. John 3.16. He sent his only begotten son because he loved the world. Now just imagine this Jesus, the king of glory, if he now came and he was already in this purple robe and the golden crown on his head, and so how many people could identify with him? Mm. Not many, I guess. Not many. And not everybody is from a noble house. So what about the poor ones, the ones that are struggling with uh, with pornography, with drugs, with alcoholism, with going through divorces, through, uh, uh, you know, broken marriages? Mm-hmm. Would they be able to identify with this king of glory if they see him in this? You see, I come from this city and I was born in the city of Jerusalem in this beautiful hotel. I mean, I wouldn't be able to identify, to relate, yes. to, relate to that person. And so... So now I can relate. I can relate. When I see those old buildings, when I see all the old donkeys that are still running around there and people are still, there's a lot of the atmosphere of the ancient still in there. And that brings me closer to my God because then I know that, wow, you know, uh, um, he's not saying I'm high and you are low. We are together because he loved me from the beginning. Right now, I want to just take us quickly because people say, uh, you know, where does this come from? Even in uh, in the prophet Micah 5 verse 2, I think it was, he said, and you Bethlehem, 
wow, this is wonderful for me. This wonderful prophecy that was given so many years before the, uh, before the Christ was born. He said, and you, Bethlehem, Ephrata, you being least among thousands of villages in Judah, out of you, he, Jesus, shall come forth to me, to Christ, to God, to become ruler in Israel. I mean, Micah was a minor prophet, but it's so many years ago, and he prophesied. God gave him that prophecy, and he spoke into that little dusty mm. town, and he said, you know, one day a king will be born in you. Wow. One day you are the least amongst thousands, the least, and in the least the king of glory shall be born. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, beautiful. It just It just spoke to me so much. And then there's this wonderful prophetic word also in in the book of Isaiah 9, if I could just quickly read it. Please Nevertheless, do. there will be no more. Listen, this is a prophetic word for somebody out there today. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were and are and is in distress. Praise in the Lord. past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Natali. But in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. Oh, hallelujah. And he said, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. But it says in here, in, he says in here, this will be in Galilee, not in Jerusalem, but in the Galilee of the Gentiles. Wow. There he will be born. And there he was born. This is Isaiah 9 that says, To us a child is born. That's a prophetic word that Isaiah brought forth. <clears throat> I mean, we're talking thousands of years ago. Wow. So it was always prophesied that the Son of God would be born not in the city of Jerusalem, as so many might have thought, you see. Yes, or expected. Yes, or expected. And I, I can just imagine that, that King Herod, at that time, who lived in Jerusalem, that he must have been very angry because mm. he was after the child. He wanted to destroy the child. But he, he might have thought this child will be born in the city of Jerusalem yes. where kings are born and not in that town. Yes. And so God had yes. it all planned. Jesus mm. was hidden there where no, nobody expected him to be born in that little village. Yes. So I'm so excited about that. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, as I said, we sometimes feel as though like we've just been put into Bethlehem and, you know, we in that space and yet something amazing, incredible can come from us knowing him. Yes, so I, I'm, I'm excited about all these things about the birth of Jesus. Now, if I can continue, you see, this time the people call it Christmas, the Christmas period. Um, for me as a person, I'm not such a, uh, 
Christmas person. Mm. I'm I'm not really into the you know the Christmas uh, uh, trees and all that kind of things. Not because of anything else. I love it. It looks beautiful. Mm. If it if it can bring me a reminder or give a reminder to many people that this is the time to celebrate the King of Glory, to celebrate the true birth of of the King that really matters, you know. So um, I want to speak to people out there that are going through a lot of difficulties at this time. Um, you know, I have met people, and they and they they will do anything because they want to buy they want to buy stuff for either their children or for their families or they feel lost and lonely they feel that they are crying i mean i've had such a person that was crying and they're crying because they feel very lonely, lonely. empty mm -hmm. they don't have money to go on holiday uh, they don't have money to purchase a bottle of perfume or whatever whatever you want to call it That's they right. want to purchase and so I think it's, there was a shift uh, to the wrong side because the real reason for the birth of Christ was you know, being pushed back so that the world out there was presented mm. um, with all this glory, worldly glory, yes. but not Jesus, the real one. Amen. Amen. And that says so much for us where we having to have a mind shift at at this time of the year of exactly. what is the, who is the essence of our of the celebration yes and um Hepzibah, we get to listen to uh, oh come oh come emmanuel oh, by doe and i think it is so profound for us right now to really go a step into this uh, season understanding who he is emmanuel yes oh yes. come oh come emmanuel wonderful praise the lord Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Welcome back and thank you for staying tuned with us this afternoon. And we are just stepping into this beautiful season of family and celebration. And I know as a nation we've been through so much in this year. Uh, so many losses, you know, with COVID, all the backlashes of COVID, losing family members, losing jobs. Life has just changed so much. Hepzibah, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. You've been such an encouragement. And uh, Hepzibah is, uh, is the Minister of Prophetic, Prophetic Life, Life Ministries. Ministries. And uh, she's just moved to Cape Town, and she's going to be such a blessing to, to Cape Town as she moves around. So I just want to ask you, you know, we... How can what can we expect from the Lord, and how do we navigate ourselves mentally and emotionally into 2023? I know we're already in the in the Jewish New Year, but what is it that we uh, uh, can expect? Okay, so that's a very easy one for me because we are in the Hebrew year five seven eight three. <clears throat> this um, for those that don't understand that. It, it, it'll take all the time to do the explanation, mm -hmm. but um, we can learn so much from the Hebrew year. And so we are now in the year of the camels and we are in the year of the mouth, which is the little letters of the Hebrew calendar. And um, now in this year, we can have an expectation that... 
um, the camels are going to come your way, even as they came towards Jesus. Because God the Father knew that Jesus was going to come at a point where things will, will, will be difficult for him and his family and they would need to flee to Egypt, right? So God made provision. He made the provision already. And so that provision is also there for those that are hurting, that don't have anything. Now listen to this wonderful scripture here in Isaiah 40, verse 26. It says, God says, I am the one that named the stars in the heavenlies. He says, I'm the one that provides food for the birds. Can you imagine? Matthew 6, verse 25 to 26, he says, he cares about our well-being mm. and our struggles. Our pain and our struggles matter to him. And there's many people that they just can't let go of the pain. They can't let go of their problems because they think, who, if I don't mentor it, if I don't keep it for myself, who will? But then there's a God that is waiting expectantly for you to reach out with your hand full of all your problems mm. and just say, here it is, Father, it's too much for me. I just cannot carry this pain because I've lost my loved ones during this year. Maybe yes. you've lost a loved one, right? You've lost a loved one during this year. And this person, you know, might have passed on into uh, the life with Christ. Yes. through death but listen to this wonderful scripture that i want to encourage you with today mm -hmm. you're going to maybe say to me but you were not there and you don't know how we yes. miss this person and you don't know how mm -hmm. painful it is of course i don't of course i i i, I won't understand uh, uh, it'll be a lie if i said oh i fully understand no i don't understand if i haven't been there how can i say that yes i know or yes i understand but this is what the scripture says in Isaiah 57, it says the righteous perish and no one ponders it in his heart. Devout men and women and children are taken away and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Those who walk uprightly enter into peace mm. and they find Thanks rest the as they lie in death. Mm. Listen, that's such a blessing from the word of God. So if you have lost somebody mm. during this year that you really loved, sure. can you not go to Isaiah 57 verse 1 and just read it and for yourself to say, God, you are calling my loved one a righteous one. And you are saying this righteous person is a devout man yes. and a devout woman. And they were taken by you to be mm. spared of Perfect. evil that that would have come upon their path in the future, which would have been horrendous. It's much better for me now to understand, even though it's painful, even though I don't understand your circumstances and your situation, even though I don't feel your pain this morning. Mm. But Jesus in his word felt that pain. Yes. He knew that that pain was going to come one day. And then he comforts you mm. and he says, don't you understand that I have taken your devout ones, your loved ones. I have taken them to be with me because I am sparing them of evil that would have come on their path. Isn't that a comfort? 
And he says, those that walk uprightly will enter into peace. They enter into the peace of God. They would much rather, if you have to call your loved one back today. They would he, say, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. I remember <laughs> Smith Wiggle, was, he prayed his wife back to life again. And mm. she said, let me go. What are you doing? I want to be here with Jesus. And yes, for us st humans still here on this mm. side, you know, for us it's painful. But I want to encourage you. Can you just let your pain go today into the Father's hands and into the Father's heart? Let it just go and ask him to comfort you yes. and to put his loving arms around you and just, mm -hmm. you know, cuddle you even as John, his friend, laid with his head on the breast of Jesus in that same way. Ask Jesus to do that for you today. So mm -hmm. this is my prayer for you are listening at this minute. To say, Father God, just put your loving arms around my brother and sister who's listening to this message and who says, yeah, but you don't understand. Yes, I do not understand. But he, the loving, kind, generous yes, Jesus, yes. he understands mm -hmm. and he will do for you what you cannot do for yourself yes, today. Lord. And he will lead you out of that painful situation mm -hmm. onto a path of joy if you will only surrender everything, your pain. And your loss to him yes. this day, yes. he will carry it for you. Amen, amen. And you know, we, you know, obviously we're going into unknown, you know, into the unknown twenty twenty three, and you know, people are really, really struggling with many other, <coughs> uh, you know, struggles that have been faced and just come upon them as families. And uh, but we need to f not forget who we are. Yes. So, uh, you know, I want to bring a bit a word of encouragement from the Psalms, which I love this one Psalm, which is beautiful. And that Psalm should carry you through because I give you the Psalm today as a prophetic word from God. Please it's do. a wonderful, wonderful word. Listen to it. My brother and sister who is listening to me right now. In this, whether you're in an old age home, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're at home, whether you cannot afford to go on holiday, maybe not now, but I promise you next year, things will change. The reason being, we are in the Hebrew year 5783, and in this year, God will send the camels, they Amen. will bring the gold, they will bring the myrrh, and they will bring the incense, yes, the Lord. frank incense, they will bring the silver and the gold to you, mm. because this is the year of restoration, God mm. will restore all things to his house and yes, to his Lord. children, so be ready and be waiting in expectation for that restoration, ask him, and, you know, he, he's just, he, he makes a promise. He says, ask me and I will give the nations as your inheritance. So if he's willing to look after the birds of the air and give you nations as your inheritance, why wouldn't he give you your car is broken? And you say, dear Jesus, today I need to ask you, I need a car, Lord. I can, I can surely testify that God answered my prayer when I prayed for a car. Yes. He gave it to me. And, yes. and, you know, there were times that, that I needed food in my house and I, I had to pray and say, Jesus, you know what, uh, um, it's my birthday. And so I would like to invite a couple of people, but I don't have <laughs> enough money for food. Then so how somebody would give me a, a gift for my birthday, 
way be ahead of time so that I would have it to purchase the Incredible. food. See, God is He's a good God. So now listen, this is the prophetic word that I give to you who are listening to me right now. Take it on board, Psalm 20. And it's from the NIV Bible, I think, yes. So may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. And may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices, all the good things that you did for other people, and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We together will shout for joy when you are victorious, and we will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. Mm. Now, I know that the Lord saves his anointed ones. He answers them from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. Some people trust in chariots and some in horses. I will not trust in the silver and gold of this world. No way. But we will trust in the Lord our God who is faithful, was faithful, will always be faithful. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we will rise and we will stand firm on the solid rock. O oh Lord, save your beloved children. Answer us, God, when we call in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, powerful, powerful, powerful end of this session. And thank you so much, Hepzibah. You can maybe just end up with a short prayer for us. Yes, sure. Uh, we've got a few minutes, two minutes left. But please, it was powerful. Thank you so much. Yes, okay. Father, we just want to thank you so much for your loving kindness and for your tender mercies towards us, God. Lord, we are undeserving. We do not deserve anything. But just because of your kindness, because of your loving heart, you want to bless us, God. Not because we've done good things, God, but because you are a good Father. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, we lift up our difficulties, our difficult situations before you right now. In the powerful name of Jesus, we lift up those that are ill and sick, those that are crying in desperation before the throne of God. God, those that are saying, Jesus, help me out of the situation. Jesus, help me through my sickness. Those that are saying, Father, save me out of the difficulty that I'm in right now. Amen. I pray that you will do it quickly, Father. Do it quickly, God. Lord, you said, I will do a quick thing on the earth. And so I pray right now that those that are crying out across South Africa who are listening to this program, will you touch them now, King Jesus? Will you help them and deliver them, set them free and answer their prayers? Because you are a good father. We honor you. We thank you for sending your son, King Jesus, to Bethlehem to be born during this season. We thank you that we can rejoice in the Lord now and always. Amen and amen. Amen, amen, amen. And family, you need to just have a wonderful, blessed time. Take care, look after each other, love on each other, love each other. Go and do something for somebody that is, does not have that opportunity yes. to be loved. Uh, share your love this time of the year. It is wonderful, wonderful time of the year. And just 
Be expectant. Be excited. God is in control. Anything under his control is never out of control. Amen. Praise you, Lord. And thank you so much for being with us today. Um, and stick to the rules. Take care. See you next time, yes. next week, same time. And Hepzibah, thank you so much. May the Lord just continuously use you mightily Amen. Thank for you, his Lord. kingdom as you put your footprint out here in Cape Town. Please go and look her up on the on her Facebook page and her ministry pages. She is so profound and see where she's ministering in this new year. Lots of work for you, uh, Hepzibah. And we just trust the Lord for an amazing, amazing journey in Cape Town. And welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, family and friends. We'll see you next week. Same time. We've got Rose Ruder on. Please stay tuned. And she's going to give us a beautiful word for the new year as well. So we have two amazing, amazing um, ministers that are really going to be profound and prophetic for the new year. God bless you and have a great day further. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Shalom. Shalom. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.